to be completely honest, I was not looking for a boyfriend at the time. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. I thought you, you were cute, but I wasn't, like, intentionally, like, I'm going to make this guy my boyfriend, but, you know? So, is that why you DM'd me four times? <laughs> I know somebody said to you that they were concerned about me being a catfish. Really? One of our managers was like, oh. you should have checked she's not a catfish. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's normal to have a celebrity crush. The fact that you categorize me as celebrity right now is super weird because, like, even now, I wouldn't even say CC. It's just the phrase. It's the phrase, know? yeah, yeah. All right, fine. I was your celebrity crush, babe. Whatever. I mean, technically you weren't, but we don't need to go into that. All right. But wait, what? <laughs> That's what this whole thing is about. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. Oh, I'm saying like technically you had your other boyfriends. You know, Harry Styles, whatever. Justin Bieber. Whatever. Just that first day, she told her mom that she was going to marry me. I did. There was just something. That's bonkers. I know. Even thinking back to it now, me being 19, meeting you for the first time. I texted my mom. I said, I'm going to marry this boy. Welcome to So Far So Good. Where we all get to do life together. And so far. It's going so good. Woo! It's official, guys. The first podcast. Episode one. Episode one. Wow. That's amazing. This has been a long time coming. This has been. Yeah. Why a podcast and why now? You know what I mean? That was a question for you, by the way. (laughs) I was just trying to give you a softball to, you know. Why a podcast? I think you and I have been wanting to do a podcast for a really long time. It's been almost two years at this point that we've been talking about it. I'm not going to say we're the first couple to do a podcast. Guys, we're doing something revolutionary. (laughs) We're starting a podcast. No one's ever done this before. But it has definitely been a long time coming. But we didn't want to just have a podcast, have a podcast. We really like wanted to be intentional and like have a reason of like what we want to talk about what we want to bring. Yeah. And at this point in our lives, like, I don't know, moving to Nashville and everything like that, there's a a part of our lives that being community is something that we really wanted to like dive into. And I think that really um, is reflecting in what we're doing for our work and our content. And we felt a podcast where we all get to do life together and feel like we're more connected than just a really high edited vlog or anything like that. Um, was a good medium to be to, to kind of like facilitate that growth in making it really feel like there's a community amongst the kind of content that we're making. So this is going to be fun. It's going to be laid back, but also we have some ideas to incorporate you guys into this podcast. So I don't know. I think it'll just be an opportunity for us all to like connect mm-hmm. on a deeper level. And we're so excited. So why so far so good? I don't know. Life is never, um, well, I do know I'm about to tell you (laughs) life when you're going through life, you're never at the finish line. Like everything is a work in progress. And I think so far, so good. Really that just that phrase really encapsulates like an optimistic outlook on life. That is a continual journey of like development and bettering yourself and just doing right by others and all those types of things. And we just wanted to kind of like package that into a phrase. And so far, so good was like the perfect phrase to make that, to make that happen. I think it's also interesting because with social media, you can look at people like content creators, like they have this perfect life or like, you know, they get to choose what they show, et cetera, et cetera. This podcast is going to be much more like raw and I think. Open and honest. So we're not going to sit here and pretend like we have everything, you know, Mm -hmm. everything figured out, you know, we're on this journey with everyone else. And so far it's going so good. 
I love it. Welcome to So Far So Good. Well, we can go in a little bit more. And um, if you saw like one of our previous vlogs where we were talking about like getting the podcast ready and setting things up and stuff like that, um, us personally, we're at a point in our, I guess, career in our lives as well, where our, our, our career and our personal lives are so meshed together with vlogging that we're at a point now as parents and having a child and probably more down the line, how are we going to, the question we were asking ourselves is like, how are we going to actually keep some like intimacy in our personal life and keep like privacy with our children and stuff like that while still keeping connection and um, I, I guess like that connection too. Yeah. Yeah. But then like, I guess like intimacy with our audience as well. Cause we used not, I, not used to, we filmed, we have filmed over the past six, seven years at this point, so much of our life and been so open with it that we have such a strong connection with you guys. And, uh, we wanted to try and figure out a way to maintain that while also still maintaining, um, just some privacy in our life out of respect for our own family and our daughter. Um, so that's where this podcast kind of came from a way to connect on a deeper level, uh, more intimate level with each other, you guys, while, um, still kind of like being respectful of, of the different things that we have going on in our, in our life. It's going to be really fun. So we want to start off with this segment called so good or no good. Yes. And this really comes from my love of pop culture. Um, and my love of being homeschooled and oblivious to it, I guess. Yeah. Thanks babe. So <laughs> this is something that we do in our day to day home married life where I'm just feeling cave in on like what I have seen, like what is going on, who's dating who, like what is happening. I just love a bit of pop culture. Mm -hmm. And so example, Selena Haley drama, you know what I mean? That's old news at this point. But if the podcast had started by then, Jess would have filled me in on that because I had no idea that that was going on. Right. Because I'm just living in my blissfully ignorant bubble in which I have no idea what's happening and it's great. And then Jess fills me in on what I need to know. It's beautiful. So, so good or no good. There's going to be times where there's a so good and this is an amazing thing. Mm -hmm. And then there might be a no good where it's like, Oh, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. So I have one so good and one no good today. Oh, we're going doubles today. It's a good way to start off the pot. I think go both, you know? Okay. So this is the so good. And this is just really quick. Yeah. I thought it was really sweet. Adam Sandler is celebrating 20 years being married to his wife, Jackie. Really? And he did a nice Instagram post. Happy 20th, my sweet Jackie. Your I do was the best gift of my life. What? 20 years. I think that's really admirable. Wow. And. What a G. He's such a legend, to be honest. Just like. He makes great movies. He's hilarious. He's like family man, wears whatever clothes he wants, doesn't really care about fashion. And because of that, he's a whole fashion trend now. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, I know that that's going on because my sister's like, look at my Adam Sandler outfit or whatever. What is it called? Sandler shorts. You know, where you wear a really baggy shirt. Anyway, whatever. It's, he's an inspiration to us all. <laughs> Are you ready for the no good? Yeah. Give it to me. I don't know if you have read or seen anything about this. I'm just going to read a, an article title. Okay. All right. I'm nervous now. Why am I nervous? This is weird. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg accepts Elon Musk's cage fight challenge. 
Did you hear anything about this? What, why is this in the no good section? This is amazing news. What? Okay, so it starts because Mark Zuckerberg or I guess Meta have announced that they're coming out with like Twitter's rival. Oh, what? Wait, it's, isn't that just Facebook? No, it's going to be like a Twitter. Why? I don't know. It's this new thing. Okay, whatever. I haven't looked into it. Clearly, <laughs> that's the point of this. So Elon Musk responds to a tweet about it and he says, I'm up for a cage match if he is LOL. And then Mark Zuckerberg posts this screenshot of the tweet on Instagram, of course, because he's not going to tweet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's hilarious. So he goes on Instagram story. (laughs) What a move. And he says, send me location. Wow. Now, I didn't know this, but Zuckerberg. Oh, I think I know what you're going to say. Zuckerberg does jujitsu. Yes. Yeah. I've I've heard that. And he recently won like his first tournament. He won? Yeah. Wow. Anyway, I just thought that was the image in my head of like them two fighting. Anyway, it's getting like a lot of press, obviously. That's pretty good. Okay, but what are the chances that it actually happens is the thing. Like they're going full YouTuber here and just like, we're gonna do a boxing match. Ten percent. Ten percent? Ten percent. I'm going to say, I would normally, I'd probably say 10%, but I'm going to say, I'm going to go with 25% because Elon Musk is, he just seems to like, if he says something, he just ends up doing it. You know what I mean? He's a, he's very much a man of his word. I just can't picture Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> like Elon Musk probably has his whole, you know, team of minions and assistants or whatever, like booking the venue right now because of that response from Zuckerberg. Oh my gosh, that would be the biggest fight in history. <laughs> that would be, I would pay so much money to watch that fight. <laughs> that would be so funny. But honestly, Zucky Wucky would probably win because of his jiu-jitsu experience. I'm going to be honest. As a former wrestler, mm. when you're when you're grappling with someone who has no experience, it's not that fair, to be honest. Well, I was reading somewhere else that Elon Musk does has have some experience too. Oh, Wow, these people really went in. All right, so if you're watching this on YouTube and you're able to comment, comment who you think is going to win the match, who would win the match between Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. I will say that I was like, see, there's so much press about this that there was even like their stats, like their, you know, height, weight, et cetera. Elon is taller and heavier. Oh, yeah, he he would tower over him. There, There could be a world, a scenario where they get to the floor and Elon just lays on top of him. And makes him tap out just because he can like put his belly over Mark's face. And then there's nothing. It's like a paper bag over your face. Like there's nothing you can do about it. You know what I mean? Mm. That probably should be his technique going into the match. So there you go. Thank you. So good on our good for the day. Thank you for filling me in. I feel I feel educated now. I feel like I'm more in the know. I appreciate it. My homeschooled brain is very stimulated right now. So today we wanted to do a deep dive into how I DM'd my celebrity crush Mm. and married him. Oh, what? What? So for, I feel like- Is there something I don't know? (laughs) I think a lot of people know this story, maybe not to the depths that we're going to go into, Mm -hmm. but if you don't know, if you are new, um, this is my husband, Gabriel. He started out on Vine and YouTube and Instagram, you know, that was already your full-time job. I was doing social media stuff at the time. 2013, I started Vine. Wow. July 2013. 
I started Vine. Ten years ago. Ten years ago. That is bonkers. Oh, my gosh. I'm getting old. I was 18 years old then. I'm 28 years old. Gabe's having a, a bit of a crisis right oh now. Oh, my gosh. Let's stop this podcast. No. <laughs> um, so over the course of growing on Vine, then starting YouTube videos and all that sort of stuff, I grew a following. And what was that? I had like a few hundred thousand subscribers, a few hundred thousand Instagram followers and stuff like that at that point. Yep. And Jess took notice. So I didn't have Vine or like I, you know, I didn't use Vine, um, but it's funny. I actually have seen Gabe's Vines before on Tumblr. I think I like saw some of your stuff. So I did recognize you. Eventually. Yeah, my stuff was getting around. But um, we have a friend, his name is Jacko, and he was like an Aussie content creator back then too. Um, and so I saw through Jacko's Snapchat, mm-hmm. I saw Gabriel. They were together in LA and that is how I first saw Gabe. I then went to your Instagram mm-hmm. and did a little stalk, obviously. Mm. And you were posting a lot of like, like not feet. <laughs> Not feet content. What? But like shoe. Like I'm. What? <laughs> I can. This is so weird. Just <laughs> like. Oh, oh. Artsy. You know, your shoes with like some autumn leaves with, and the caption was like a Bible verse. Yeah. yeah. Was like I was trying to be that. artsy and it's when you did the feed and have to break up like one of your, a post of your face or of yourself with a post of like. Something else. Yeah, it was it was a filler pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he gave you would do a lot of those with like Bible verses and mm-hmm. um I think your I think your Instagram bio was love God, love people, maybe. Did you ever have a bio like that? Yeah, it was love Jesus, love people, I think it was yeah. back then. So I knew that you were a Christian. Um at the time I was a uni student. I had a YouTube channel on the side just for fun, but by translation. For people who don't know what uni is, college. Um, So, you know, it's not like I was another established YouTuber DMing an established YouTuber. Okay, but this was a thing is she also had a following though. Like you had 10K on Instagram and 30K on your YouTube channel. So I was like, okay. Hold on, you're jumping. Okay, all right, all right, all right, right. sorry, 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 sorry. Long story short, I saw his Instagram, obviously thought he was very cute Christian guy. Obviously. Um, to be completely honest, I was not looking for a boyfriend at the time. Like I was not thinking that. Obviously, mm-hmm. I thought you, you were cute, but I wasn't like like intentionally like, I'm going to make this guy my boyfriend, you know? So is that why you DM'd me four times? <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> Sorry, I'm skipping steps, but oh, I had to. I had a trip planned out to LA. I was taking a solo trip, my first trip to America, which was always like a dream of mine. And you were really, yeah, I didn't, I guess I didn't know a lot of people in LA, even like people I followed. So I really like with pure intentions, decided to message Gabe on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And my trip was three weeks, I think three weeks long. And I wanted to visit churches in LA. I wanted to like, know which ones to visit. So I messaged Gabe and I I was just trying to get across like, hey, I'm not weird. You should answer my message, please. She <laughs> well, pulled the Christian card. What church do you go to? Mm-hmm. But I guess I was thinking it like, you're an established YouTuber. Like how can I make it, make you see my message and think like, oh, she's weird or like whatever. I'm not yeah, going to yeah, this yeah. one. 
I needed to make it normal. And I guess everything I was saying, I was like, oh, that's too long. That's too wordy. And so I thought I was deleting the messages, but I guess two of them deleted out of the four. Mm-hmm. And then so Gabe read two messages. Yeah, I was like, me. she's kind of desperate, but she's hot, so I'll respond. <laughs> anyway, so that was basically it from my side. I was reaching out, wanting to find a church. Obviously, it would have been exciting if you responded because you were cute, Christian, YouTuber. Like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I was excited, but um, I guess we can go into your side about your memories of the whole thing and what you thought. Yeah, at that point in time, I was home back in Florida and I just got my wisdom teeth pulled out and I was like dead on the couch for a week. And I usually didn't scroll through my DMs a ton, but every now and then I'd go in just to see if, I don't know, someone hit you up or whatever. Um, And I went in and I saw this message from Jess and I was like, oh, that's that's cool. She's asked me about church and whatever. She sent two, kind of desperate, but you know, She's a Christian, so that's, I don't even know, whatever. That's got to count for something. So then I go on her page and I start scrolling and I'm. And my first impression was actually like, oh, she has a great voice because you had a bunch of singing videos. And I was like, man, she sings so well. Well, after I saw that, after I saw pictures of you and I was like, thanks, she's super pretty. But then like my first impression outside of just that was that you had a great voice. Aww. And then I was like, okay, is this a cat? Like, is she a catfish? Is she just posting like other people's stuff? But you had like 10,000 followers. A catfish account probably wouldn't have that. And you were posting videos and it was connected to your YouTube channel, which you were posting YouTube videos and like everyone who you were tagging and posting photos with, it was all like accurate information of like, oh, you tagged your mom and it wasn't like your mom. And then you go to her page and then she's posting a photo with you and then it links to an, another account, which is your real account. It was all like... You really did a deep dive. Yeah, the spider web is connected. I did my homework. So we DM'd back and forth for a little bit. And I, 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 I don't know. I just like didn't have... Like I was interested, obviously, but I didn't... You never know how those things are going to turn out. It's like she's on the other side of the planet. And but I'm just so curious, like... What? Like, have you ever done that before? Have you ever met up with a girl that you've DM'd? No, no, I didn't meet up with a girl I DM'd. Unless, uh, no, it would have been, I don't think through DMs. It would have been someone who was like, oh, we're going to film a video or something. Yeah. Um, so wasn't that weird to be like, okay, I'm just going to keep talking. Maybe we should meet up. I don't know. Well, we had already talked on the phone before then. I got you on the phone. Which was so weird, by the way. Because I was like, I need to hear her voice. I need to make sure she's not a weirdo. I need to have a, like a good conversation with her before like, I'm just like, Hey, we should FaceTime. And I was like, FaceTime? <laughs> Who FaceTimes? Everyone. Now, yeah, and, it's so yeah, normal. Yeah. But back then, for some reason, I didn't <clears throat> FaceTime anybody. I, I texted. And so I was like, why does he want to FaceTime me? But we had a really long conversation. It Wasn't was it for nice. like two hours or something? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That is pretty wild. At that point, I was like, mm, I, could get along, I could get along with this girl right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, so, okay, before we move forward in the story, I want to know what your first impression of me was. Well, you already kind of said it when we, when you saw me on social media. Oh, no, but you have a different first impression of when you first saw me on social media, actually. What? Yes. I have a couple first impressions of you. All right, run through them. First of all, I thought you had a girlfriend. Or, like, I thought maybe you were, like, seeing someone. Only because, what the f- you know... 
especially back then, it was so normal to collab with people that I was like, I don't know, you would just like post with different girls that you were friends with. And I was like, oh, he's probably dating her. He's probably dating her. Maybe he's dating her. And so that was my first one. I was like, oh, he's probably not interested in me. Mm. Also, I just need to say his second one that we talked about recently. Gabe had a video on his YouTube channel that- um, Oh my gosh, give me a break. One of the questions was- Give me a freaking break, babe. Do you prefer blondes or brunettes? And he said blondes and I was like, okay, good to know. So I'm not his type. Anyway, so that was my other one. And then my third thing was I was trying to figure out how tall you were. Mm. And- It's deceiving on, I for some reason- Everyone thinks I'm shorter than I am. And I'm tall. I'm 5'8". Yeah. And so I just remember looking at your pictures really carefully, trying to figure it out. And I would look at a picture of Jacko, who is six something. Four. He's some, very tall. Yeah, yeah. Did you know he was that tall though? No. I So I was like, okay, so if I knew Jacko was tall, but I didn't know like how tall. Yeah, but he makes me look short because he's so much taller than me. I was like, maybe you're 5'10". I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. No. one, baby. Let's go. You kind of already said this though, how you were checking that I wasn't a catfish, but I know somebody said to you that they were concerned about me being a catfish. Do you remember? Really? Yeah. Someone in our management, one of our managers was like, "Oh, you should have checked she's not a catfish. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Cause I was telling them about you. I was like, guys, I've been talking to this girl. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember too much of my conversations with them. Because that was less important than my conversations with you, but... Wow. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Whatever. I'm a romantic. It's fine. Okay, so I guess that's our social media first impressions. No, but you had your first impression. Like, the very first thing you saw of me was a very first impression. What are you talking about? When you saw me on Jacko's Snapchat story. Oh, sorry. Yes. You want me to brag about you for a second. Yes, that's the point. <laughs> you said all these first impressions, of, and they're all negative. Sorry. Like, oh, gosh. <laughs> So what I saw in Jacko's Snapchat was a video and Jacko was being classic Jacko, just being silly. And you were like on your laptop in the background and you said something that was like, dude, we need to work. And he was like, Woo, yeah, he was supposed silly. to be editing. We were both supposed to be editing. I was editing. And then he was being stupid on Snapchat. And I, my very first impression, you're right, was, huh, this guy is a hard worker. Like he's like holding his friend accountable, trying to get him to work. I did think that was really... Yeah, you thought that was pretty sexy, huh? Okay. Mm. So, aside from social media first impressions, let's move on to first impressions in person. Because I feel like, I mean, online dating is so popular these days. And Mm -hmm. that's always kind of something that people think about is like, what is it going to be like? Like, is it going to be the same in person, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, what was your first impression of me in person? Do you remember? Mm, My first impression of you in person... Well, I Jess is staying at her cousin's place in LA, like just outside of LA. I drive out to get her, you know, took the trip. I pull up to her to their their driveway, get out the car, go knock on the door. Guess who answers? Me. Jess. Guess what she does? Opens the door, cracks it a little bit, goes, "Hey, can you hang on one second? Closes the door back in my face. I literally go. I go, hey, nice to meet you. Oh, yeah, okay. And closes the door on me. Why did I do that? I was like, what? I do just want to back myself up. You're making it sound ruder than it was. It was a very quick moment that was just like, hey, sorry, just one second. And I 
Okay. Yeah, but the thing that I was doing was I was finishing getting the Wi-Fi password off my cousin because I didn't want to be rude to her. But I think also I was probably just nervous in the moment that I wasn't fully thinking about what I was doing. So I was like in the middle of getting the Wi-Fi password. But then you were knocking on the door, and then so I was like, oh, okay, just one second, sorry. And then it it wasn't that long. I'd finished. I said goodbye to her, and then I went back to the door. Yeah, but it's like you could have just left the door open, be like, hey, one second, I'm getting the Wi-Fi password, and you just leave the door open. Yeah. I'm there, just like, oh, okay, you know. Obviously, if I was to redo it today that's yeah. what i would do okay. i wouldn't you know i'm sorry yeah that's the first time you've apologized for it i think thank you i've been waiting for that for like seven and a half years <laughs> Stop. now. i appreciate it <laughs> okay so your first impression was that i was rude uh no you weren't rude it was i mean i didn't know what to, that was like my first impression was that but i didn't know what to make of it yeah within the you know 10 seconds or 15 seconds or whatever that I was standing there after you slammed the door in my face. But then I did not see Then we walk it. out and then it was like normal. Mm-hmm. Then we were just hanging out, you know? You hop in the car, we, dr- we drive to church, go to church, go get some food, like that whole thing, you know? You don't remember anything else of like what you thought? Um, I thought I was just kind of figuring out what the vibe was. You thought I was quiet? Yeah, you're definitely more you're definitely more reserved when you meet someone new for the first time. Yeah. It was the same with me. So I was just trying to like I guess get you out of your shell a little bit and see if like we'd really click. But we I know we were talking the whole time. It wasn't like awkward or anything. No. Yeah. My first impression of you was that one, you look the exact same as your pictures. Let's go, baby. Which I don't know. I feel like people always wonder that. It's like, do they look like this? You looked exactly the same. That's good. Like that's good to know. To a point if where if I ran into you, you'd be with someone new. Stream Jess's song on Spotify, baby. I just kicked Gabe's foot to stop him singing. <laughs> um, You're welcome for that, Jess, and everyone listening. So my first impression of you was that you looked exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And obviously that you were taller, like you're tall. Because I was, you know, I was like, okay, confirmed he's tall. <laughs> okay, cool. So that's, you had no idea until you met me in person. No, I was like trying to figure it out. Dude, I think what if I was you like did five? Tell me one time. I, oh, I did tell you. You did. You told me that you were six one. But I like, I don't know. You never really Oh, know. like people lie and they're like, I'm six one. It's like, you're definitely like five, five ten. ten and a half. What if I was like five, seven? Would that have been weird? No, I don't think so. But you've still been into me? Yeah, I think so. Really? I think so, yeah. I think it's obviously a plus that you are taller than me, but your height isn't. Okay, that's good. Why I'm in love with you. <laughs> nice. You know the you know it's like true love when the girl is like, "Yeah, I still I'm going to be with this guy who's an inch or two shorter than me." Yeah. You know? Cuz like then she can't really wear heels all that much. But maybe like stuff she like can, that. and like, who cares? Yeah, that's true. Like, it doesn't matter. I guess that's, I don't know. Where does that come from? Where it's like, the guy has to be tall. No, you know what it comes from? It's insecurities in guys, because most girls do prefer that a guy is taller. I think there's so much conversation about girls like, oh, guys over six feet. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I Which is like- why I was so happy when I like hit 17, and I was like, I'm going through puberty now, finally. And then- crazy thing my driver's license i was literally six one at like 22 23 years old and i still have my driver's license from when i was 16 and it, my driver's license said i was five seven yeah yeah and i was like six one driving around and i'd like <laughs> i'd go to like i don't know places where they check your like airport 
and they check your ID and they're like, you need to get this updated. And I'm like, still valid. Doesn't expire for another two years. Yeah. <laughs> so, and anyway. I will say when, when we meet people in person that they say both of us, we are taller than they thought. Yeah. So I guess social media is deceiving. Mm. If there's a lesson to take away from this guys, social media is deceiving. So I guess to quickly recap the rest of our love story, we dated, did long distance for about a year, Mm -hmm. got married. We got engaged pretty quickly. Um, We got engaged in September Yeah, and we started dating in February. So that's pretty quick. Mm -hmm. Um, We got married and here we are six years later. Yeah, it is. It is nuts. The whole timeline of it all and like where we're at now, like about to hit seven years of marriage. Yeah. Like we're at six and a half years of marriage right now. That is so like, I feel like we should just be hitting like two or three still. Like that's how I feel inside. I you know. I kind of look back like, what were we doing? Like, why did we, why did we do that so quickly? But I really think it was perfect for our situation. situation. Yeah. But I was 20. Your sister is 22. Yeah, yeah. I look at her like she's still young and just like living her life. And I'm like, what? I not that you don't live your life when you get married. I'm not saying that at all. But I was just just, different. I'm like, what? I was twenty. That is crazy. It is pretty wild. Yeah, twenty two when I so I was twenty two and Jess was twenty. And it was just like within a year time span of meeting to getting married. It just happened so quick. Uh, However, we were doing long distance from the US to Australia and it was just so much distance and we had we got engaged because we were like we know we want to get married and then we were talking about the wedding and we were like all right the timeline it just was to do long distance for like another year and a half or something like that just wasn't what we wanted to do yeah yeah so we wanted to speed it up do a quicker um engagement yeah quicker engagement to to the wedding so that's why we decided that because we were not trying to do long distance for that much longer. Okay. So now I have a question. What? What would you say? I mean, I think it also really needs to come from me since I am a success story of the fangirl to wife. Mm, yeah. Wait. Okay. Hold on. We need to, we kind of brushed over this a little faster than we should have. Would you say that you were actually a fan of me? Cause you didn't see my stuff. Until you saw me and then DM'd me. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like you were a fan of me for years and then DM'd me or something like that. Yes, very true. But I would say that I was a fan of you. You started watching all my videos and stuff. When I went from Jacko, Jacko Snapchat to your Instagram, I then obviously did a deep dive. I found your Vines. I found your Facebook page. I found your YouTube. And I was just looking. I was just trying to figure figure you out. Mm-hmm. Because you were interested. You don't just do that to a random YouTuber. Yeah, no, I was definitely interested, but I think, I think that's normal. Even if you haven't DM'd someone and maybe they will DM you back. I think like it's normal to have a celebrity crush. The fact that you categorize me as celebrity right now is super weird. Cause like even now I wouldn't even say I'm celebrity. Do you celebrity. want me to say influencer crush? No, cause that sounds weird. <laughs> celebrity crush, like the alliteration with the, a CC. It's just the phrase. It's the phrase. Yeah, yeah. All right, fine. I was your celebrity crush, babe. Whatever. I mean, technically you weren't, but we don't need to go into that. All right. But wait, what? <laughs> That's what this whole thing is about. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. Oh, I'm saying like technically you had your other boyfriends. Like, you know, Harry Styles, whatever. Justin Bieber. Whatever. We don't need to go there. 
So my question for you is, how do you think people can successfully DM their celebrity crush? I mean, you were the receiver of the DM. Like, what stood out to you? The thing is, most of it is a luck, I feel like. Yeah. That they even see it. I know. You shouldn't you know have seen I mean? my DM. I missed the first three. So. Okay. <laughs> I think if you want to DM your celebrity crush. Do what Jess did. Send one. Wait a week. Delete. Resend. <laughs> no. Delete. Guys, resend. Practice in your notes first. What you're going to say. I would keep it short and I would keep it something that they're interested in. Obviously, I knew that you're a Christian and church is an interest of yours. Yeah. L- l- the biggest success that I've had in DMing people who I'm like a fan of or whatever is if we share a common interest, most of the time it being Formula One, I can DM someone about Formula One and then if, if, if I know they're interested in it and, we, and then, you know, all of a sudden we're striking up a conversation in DMs about an interest that we both share and it doesn't, you know, and you know, a lot of the times when I have these conversations, it's literally because I heard on like a podcast or some sort of thing that they were into it. And then I just sent a DM off the whim, not because I wanted anything from them, but just because I wanted to talk about the interest. And obviously they want to talk about that interest too. And you end up having a conversation and it ends up um, just being great. We're like, if you go in with like, an agenda of sorts it's you can kind of tell you yeah. know like yeah. some if you're reading that from someone who's sending you a dm you can kind of tell if they like want something from you or just want your attention or um like want to hang out with you or whatever it may be so it's like having a common interest is something that's like really important whether it is christianity or formula one or like legos <laughs> okay now is a perfect time to segue into our last segment of the podcast which We just want to hear from you guys. Each episode that we do, um, we want a chance for you guys to ask us questions surrounding the topic, whatever we're talking about. Well, this, this is at the beginning when we mentioned that we want this to be something that you guys take part in as well. It's through these questions and whatever topic we're going to be talking about, we want to be able to respond and feel like we're having more of a conversation with you guys through questions that you guys ask. Um, as a part of the topic of conversation. But with this one in particular, you guys don't even know that we're answering questions on a podcast. We just threw up a little thing on Instagram. Yes. I think some people do though. Do they? Some people are guessing. Yeah. Oh, really? But yes. So for this time, it it was kind of more of a vague ask Mm -hmm. questions about this. That's true. Because we said like, ask questions about, you know, blah, 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 blah. We said the whole thing. It's like for a secret project. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. Okay. How did you really know if you guys were the one. Lots of conversations. Yeah. Just that first day, she told her mom that she was going to marry me. I did. There was just something. That's bonkers. I know. Even thinking back to it now, me being 19, meeting you for the first time, I texted my mom. I said, I'm going to marry this boy. And it sounds like cheesy to be like, oh, I just knew. But I had never met anyone like you before. And our first time, our first day together, getting lunch, immediately we like went into our values, like our whole life, like beliefs and values. Mm -hmm. And so I could already align so much with like your beliefs. Yeah. I think that made it easy. Also, you were like, you had this amazing accent and you were so cute. And I just like had such an amazing time with you. Who would have thought their American accent would come in clutch? (laughs) 
Come on, let's go, baby. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. I think mm-hmm. we were so upfront with our values. But even that, like you telling your mom that, that was probably more so like in your heart saying that you were going to marry someone, even if it wasn't me, it was going to be someone like me. Yeah. You know? But I'm glad it was you. And I'm glad it was you. For me, it was it was more so just like lots of having lots of conversations with her. And I going through a terrible breakup uh, not long before, I kind of knew red flags to look out for and things that I wanted. And I didn't want to waste like my own emotional time and energy. And I really wanted to kind of like protect that in myself and in the other person. Um, and I was kind of like upfront with Jess and basically saying, and I, you know, that first day, I remember we were talking about like values in a relationship, but it wasn't specifically about each other. It was just kind of like talking about relationships. Yeah. And that was a great way for us to kind of like be open about relationships without it being like, is this about us? Yeah, exactly. And just kind of like discussing it to, for me to know if I, if her values aligned with my values and the things that I believed aligned with the things that she believed and um, how she wanted to approach a relationship was the way I wanted to approach a relationship and the, what she thought about marriage was the way I thought about marriage and all those sorts of things really early on. It was like even our first time hanging out and, and getting into a deep conversation um, started answering the questions early. So it's more so kind of the interrogation process that allows you to know if they're the person that you're going to marry. I think obviously we were attracted to each other mm-hmm. and we had that like initial spark or whatever, but we didn't, not that we didn't waste time with that. We mm-hmm. obviously like had fun getting to know each other, but we were very like quick to get into how we both wanted relationships. Maybe it was because we only had three weeks mm-hmm. or maybe you just weren't trying to waste time because I was some girl off Instagram. <laughs> yeah. There was, there's definitely something to say about it being three weeks for us and how quick that process or how that time constraint made the process quick Yeah. of us like trying to get to know each other, figuring out if this is what we wanted for each other and, and everything. That is interesting to think about if you like give yourself like a time constraint because you see so many people, they get into these like um, and, and I don't want to say relationships, but like for the sake of a better word, a relationship of some sort with another person that maybe they're not boyfriend and girlfriend or they're dating or anything, but they're talking, spending emotional energy. And it just kind of like goes on and on and on for a while. And there's no like time restraint. I think that's called a situation ship. Wow. Heard it here first. Yeah. yeah. But you know what I'm talking about? Like if you had put a time on it it's like, okay, by the end of the month, I want to make a decision on like if this is legit because I need to move on or I need to make this serious. Totally. I think that would be healthy because I think it would be, I think it's just games at that point. It's like, are we, aren't we, what are we doing? And it could, as you're saying, just drag on. Yeah. So yeah, I think it was, it made me think of love is blind um, because they have only like, I think they have like 10 days or it's a very short amount of time to like choose if they're going to get married, like get engaged. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to say that shows the best example of the way to get into a relationship. No, but I just, it's kind of similar. We had three weeks to decide if we were going to. Yeah, minus the fact that we (laughs) knew what each other looked like. Yeah, true. That's like a huge factor Mm -hmm. into all the things relationship. All right. Who said I love you first and where did it happen? I did. 
Gabe did. But I said it five seconds later, two seconds later. Yeah, I said it. Imagine five seconds later. That's quite a delay. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, we were at the Hollywood sign. It was my last night in LA. Mm-hmm. And we were pretty sad. We had fallen in love. And I hadn't been up close to the Hollywood sign. And I had really wanted to. So Gabe took me to this lookout. One side is the Hollywood sign and the other side is like a whole view of LA Mm -hmm. and Lake Hollywood, I think it's called. Yeah. And we were looking out at the view and Gabe stood behind me and just whispered in my ear, I love you. Yeah, I I probably wouldn't have done it so soon. I was really debating in my head in that moment if I should do it or not. But Jess was leaving the next day and we were under the impression at that point that we weren't going to see each other for like another five months. Yeah, we had no idea. And I didn't want to say I love you like over the phone or something or over text. That would have been so lame. So I I just, I pulled an audible in the moment and I was like, all right, we're doing it. Put on your big boy pants. We're saying it. Gosh, I and just wish happened. that I had known that you were thinking like, were you thinking about it just in that moment? Were you thinking about it the whole day of like, should I tell her today? No, I think it was in that moment. Oh uh, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, should I tell her? Like I it just her. like kind I of think. like, yeah, <laughs> I think I love her. I feel like a tingly sensation <laughs> in my heart. <laughs> Is this love? But yeah, I said it right back. I mean, I had fallen in love with you and I don't know. It was no question, mm-hmm. but it was definitely early. It was like three weeks after we first met. Yeah. Pretty crazy. What were your parents' first thoughts about a long distance relationship? My dad loved it. Your dad loved it. Yeah. My dad was like, I'm so glad that they're really far apart. They get to know each other and temptation is, you know, not going to be an issue when they're separated. And yeah. it was really, he was just like, you know, we really get, we'll be able to get to know each other. And yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 like there was nothing else like standing in the way. Mm-hmm. I don't know what my parents first thought, but I will say that I always loved America since I was a kid. And I always loved American accents. I loved American movies. It was my dream to move to America. So random. But I would say they weren't surprised at all that I came back in love with this American boy. Yeah. What was my mom's? I don't know. I think she was just happy. Really? Yeah. Because she like from, I, I guess when she met you over FaceTime or something, she could tell that you were super sweet and all the rest. But also, let's just share what your Yaya prayed for. So oh, yeah. So Yaya's my grandma. That's what we call her, Yaya. And before I went to LA, I went to Florida State University for a year. And I was getting my acting degree there. And I left home, went to school. I was away from home for the first time, like living away from home for the first time. And that was like a week or two after my brother had just gotten married. My older brother. He gets married. I'm next in the countdown. I leave for school. I'm there for a year. Then I go from there to LA for the summer. And then I stay in LA. And during this whole period of time, while I'm just like away from home, um, my grandma apparently was praying that God would find someone for me somewhere in the world, that there would be someone somewhere in the world for me to marry. And it's, it's crazy that it was such a specific prayer like that. Like not someone, you know, a nice girl in LA. Yeah. Or just like a nice girl or whatever it was, but it was someone somewhere in the world. 
Yeah. Yeah, which is pretty cool. And then literally the opposite side of the world. Probably couldn't get much further. Yeah. Okay, how did we gain trust for each other? By knowing what insecurities the other person had and where they might have trust issues and doing the opposite things to counteract those trust issues, if that makes sense. So example, I had a, I was cheated on in my previous relationship and I had a lot of trust issues when it came to like the person I was interested in texting their ex or just seeing their ex or whatever it was because of so many situations that I was in in the past that just went out of her way to do things to counteract like not even texting, not even seeing and doing things. Like there was one time where she had to like give a charger or her ex-boyfriend was like bringing a charger that he had borrowed back to Jess. And this was the period of time when we were doing long distance. And then the long distance thing was crazy too, because you know, I didn't, I wasn't around to, you know, like be there when it happened or whatever. And Jess kind of went out of her way to not even be home when the guy was going to drop it off, she was like, oh, you could just leave it at the mailbox. And she like told me that it was happening and was communicating with me along the way. So I knew what her intentions were. They were not to see him and to make sure that I knew what was happening and that she had my best interest at heart. Yeah. And I don't think everybody has to be like, some people might think that's extreme and maybe that's not for everybody to do. But I think, as you say, like people are going to have different insecurities and different um, past experiences or even ways that they need to feel loved and reassured, reassured. Mm -hmm. Why did I say it like that? Reassured. Reassured. Um, and that was a huge one for you was like, because of your past of being cheated on. Mm -hmm. Um, when I think about trusting you, I don't know, maybe I was just young and in love, but I feel like I didn't have, I just trusted you. I was like, we're in love. Wait. And now I think if I was to do it now, I'd be like, of course I'd, I'd like need to like gain trust. But I think, mm -hmm. I don't know. I was just like young and in love. What the heck? I don't know. I don't know what to say about that because I had trust issues. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't because of you. It was just because but of my. Also, I think it was probably because of the way that you were already acting and you, you were already kind of acting and living in a way that was preparing you for your future wife, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't think you even gave me any reason to doubt or to like not trust. Mm -hmm. So I really think it was already how you had like set up your way, your way of life. Yep. Well, thanks, babe. We did it. We did it, babe. Thank you guys so much for, for listening or watching if you're watching on YouTube. Guys, we did it. Round of applause. I do actually want to say if you're listening on like podcasts or Spotify, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, they can like leave a review, mm. which would be really nice. That would be really helpful. Yeah. If you guys enjoyed it, like the conversation, leave, for more. leave us a cheeky little review, just a little a five star. One. You know, if you're going to do a four star, just bump it up, bump it up one, you know? We're really excited for this and can't wait for you guys to be a part of it. Yeah. I mean, by the time you're watching this, you're already a part of it. But at the point of recording, you guys don't even know. We haven't even announced it yet. But I also mean just like future episodes. And I'm just yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. excited for where this is going. Yeah, it's awesome. All right. 
We love you guys. And let's keep doing life together. Woo!